who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. Do you want to listen to some recordings? Not really. Yeah, me neither. Does it make me a bad friend if I just want to stop? I don't know, probably. Cool, great. That's great. Well, what do you want to do? I want to lie down on the floor, and if I'm lucky, just have the floorboards open up and engulf me. <laughs> okay, uh, you want me to do the recap? Yep, go for it. <laughs> All right. That that can't be comfortable. I assure you it is not. <laughs> well, let me know if you need help getting back up. I probably will. All right. So we've listened to some of the recordings that we previously checked out, and some of them are a little more messed up than others. Missing sections, random bits of dialogue we don't remember originally hearing, or just long stretches of silence. Just can't trust anything these days. Not wrong. I feel like I can't trust my ears anymore. But when we go back to document changes, they've changed again, usually back to the original recording. But either way, we're going through every note we took to see what's changed. No guarantee it won't change again, though, which sucks. I don't know what to trust at this point. Do you trust me? Uh, what? I said, <laughs> I said, do you trust me? Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Good enough. Whew. Uh... What did you load up today? Well, one, listen to this. Hi, uh, Judith. I it's Adam. 
uh, Adam Lawrence. I wanted to uh, give you a call about some stuff related to Claire. Uh, I wanted to speak to you because um, I had assumed that Claire had at some point reached out to you to give you an update on her um, personal journey that she has embarked on over the last few weeks. But, well, um, I think that that might have been a bit of a fibbery on her part. I, uh, I, I wanted to call you and tell you that, yes, Claire is okay. Uh, and she's still at the retreat, but um, I think uh, she's a little messed up. I mean, uh, physically, she's perfectly acceptable. Uh, I, I don't think she's in any danger, but I, I'm a touch concerned about her behavior. So uh, hopefully you can call me back. I'd like to ask you a couple questions about her and if she has said anything to you about her um, plans to fix the house. It's uh, it's unsettling. Uh, she's looking for uh, odd ingredients or something to, to create some sort of uh, m magical mixture. It, it sounds bizarre. I'm, I'm not taking it too seriously, but I'm also just... I'm worried. Maybe you... Maybe you can help. Give me a call. At, oh, uh, uh, Claire's on the other line. Uh, call me when you get this. When you get a chance. My number is. Yeah, I tried calling back several times and just no answer. Uh, well, at least we know she's with Adam or in contact with him. But still, that message is really odd. I ingredients. Your guess is as good as mine. Still, no word from her though. No, just nothing. But. I did some digging, and, um, uh, you know... What did you do? I may have accessed Claire's cloud account because I know that's where she was storing some of her original recordings. The ones that she made without me. Boundaries, I know. What, you've become a hacker now? Yes, I am Crash Override. No, wait, I'm the other one. Acid Burn. Yes. And no, Claire just uses the same password for everything... I told her it was bad cybersecurity, but whatever. And anyways, there were some documents and audio files in there. Yeah, and technically there are more notebooks at the house. Yeah, and technically we could walk downtown late at night going, gee, I sure hope no one takes this envelope full of money I taped to my back. Do you want to go back and check? Uh, no, I don't want to go there unless I absolutely have to. Okay, that's actually great because I think that house or whatever is inside it wants to murder us. It's haunted, dude. That's it. It's not Claire being stressed out or mercury poisoning or that weird real estate guy. It's just the garden variety malicious spirits who are tormenting us. But that's... But that's just it. It's not going after Claire, whatever it is, in the same way that it's been focusing on us. The messed up audio files, the voices, none of this happened till we started digging. This... Ghost? Whatever it is... A, a ghost, a demon, a lady in red. It's targeting her, but it's not angry at her. It scares her, but it hates us. Great. Super. Demons from hell want to eat my flesh. That might be a bit much. Well, that's what it kind of feels like right now. Look, if anything tries to eat your flesh, it'll have to go through me first. Possibly literally. 
So, anyways, files. There were a few of her testing things out, just like recordings of her reading diary entries, most of which were pretty mundane, but I downloaded and marked some of the more interesting ones that I found. Okay, great. I'm sure this one will tell me to go to hell or something. Okay, first one. Okay, it's on. So, maybe I'll show this to Judith later. I don't know. Whatever. So, I've been trying to figure out the writing on the walls. Like, I found writing in the closets now, which, I don't know, it kind of makes me feel like I'm in the yellow wallpaper, and trying to decipher it gives me headaches. I mean, Jude, we've been trying to figure this stuff out, but it's like, it's probably just stupid graffiti. But at the same time, I got this feeling like, if I could read it, then maybe I could crack the code of these books in the house and finally answer all these questions I have. Which, that doesn't really make any sense, does it? But, (laughs) but like, what if there's like secrets hidden in there? Maybe Dana wrote it when she was young. Maybe they're spells. Maybe she was actually like a little baby witch. That would be cool. Then I'd be a half witch because that's totally how that works, right? I did find this though, It it was in an upstairs closet. In the deepest night, there comes a light from the horizon that pierces out, sets forth a glow that will spread and grow, become one with those it touches and wash over them like summer sun on bare skin. So, (laughs) yeah, that's some quality teenage prose. Anyway, maybe we can work this into the podcast. Although, honestly, neither of us are that interested in editing it, and we're both so busy at work. Plus, I feel like it would be rude to ask Owen to do it. I don't really know him that well. I mean, we did once get trashed on jello shots at that staff summer party, but that was kind of less about bonding and more about getting kicked out of the fancy bar we were at. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to call you. This is silly. You know, I vaguely remember the jello shots at that party, but what I really remember is throwing up in that planner on Bloor Street. I thought that was one of the IT staff that did that. Oh, yeah, it was uh, probably them. Let's go with that. Is that the party where you got challenged by the interns to chug two pints in a row? Yeah, and I have, like, I think mostly just one regret, and that's that I chugged three in a row. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's so weird to hear her just, like, that normal. Mm. I, I know it hasn't been that long, but it feels like forever since we've just had, like, a regular conversation. Yeah. Yeah, she sounds like... Well, she sounds like Claire. I don't know. I'm trying to remember if we even properly talked about the things she mentions on there. Just Well, I mean, did you? I think we did. A bit. But then we made plans to go out to a brewery, and then we were in line for like 45 minutes. So we ended up just spending the evening wandering around the area looking for a patio and talking about our confusion with Adam. Uh. I listened to these, and I can't shake this I can't shake this guilt I I feel like I missed so much but it felt like we were always just missing each other just caught up in everything else kind of half in and half out like we never really got the chance to talk about what was going on because other stuff would happen or work would get in the way or I didn't want to push too hard because I was scared at how fragile she seems sometimes and that if I if I asked the wrong thing she would just shatter and that's ridiculous but I didn't want to ask about the house either because I didn't want to believe it 
I just kept trying to push it on my brain and just rationalize and rationalize and rationalize. I, I was scared. I was, I was scared then, and I'm scared now, but for different reasons. Yeah. I mean, she's an adult. You couldn't force her to get help, and with what we've heard, there really isn't anything of use we could have done other than burn the house down. <laughs> this is a lot bigger than any of us expected. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, just want to go to the next recording. I think this one, this one's kind of important. All right. Stupid asshole bird guy is here. He's flapping around and God damn it. Now he's coming. The bird puns. Okay. That is it. What did I say? Get the hell off of my property. Oh, Miss Claire, you're at home. How lovely to see you. The only lovely thing I want to see tonight is my foot up your ass. What do you want? I just thought I'd poke around and preview what the space might look like in the late evening. You know, uh, is there enough light? Uh, might there be uh, unsavory characters in the area? Yes, there are unsavory characters in the area. It is you. I swear to God, you are the biggest, grossest, stupidest person around here, and you need to leave. Don't come around here again, ever. You got that? Fine. <laughs> if you'd like to be huffy about it. And I'm recording this. If you come around here, I will report you for harassment. Oh, I would like to see how you could afford a lawyer better than mine. <laughs> well, without selling this property first. Get out of here. Now. Leave and never come back. My lord, you are red. Are you okay? Are you, are you running a fever? Goddamn piece of trash. Your blood will boil and your skin will peel and the earth will swallow you whole. Holy shit. Yeah, right? And here's the thing. That was from the recorder, but after that, every other recording is from her phone. I guess the recorder broke? This one, is this a phone file? Yeah, and this is one of the more recent files from right before she took off. Um, I, I haven't finished listening to it because I don't like it. All right, here it is. Hello? Check, check. Okay. I don't know what to do. I don't know who I can tell this to. I mean, I can call my mom, or Judith, or Adam, or whoever, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can handle having them around when I feel like this. It makes me sound like a fool, huh? This was easier when I got sick when I was a kid or whatever. And I could just sleep on the couch and watch game shows for hours. But I think I'm losing it. I'm waking up tired. And I know that I'm still sleepwalking, but I can't stop. And every time I think, yeah, maybe I'll go see a doctor or something, it's like my whole body just gives up on me. And I end up lying around until I fall asleep again. And then the whole cycle, it just starts anew. I'm falling apart. I feel stupid sometimes because I don't know what to do. I've stopped drinking because it it makes me feel ill, but Christ, I keep getting headaches. It's just been slowly getting worse over the last couple of months. I don't know anymore. 
I feel like I'm constantly in a fog, like, like my whole body is sluggish and sticky and weird. So I just sit around and read and sleep and don't feel like I want to leave the house, like ever. I want to tell Judith, but there's something in me that just thinks that if I tell her this, she'll think I'm, like, having a mental break or lying. But she wouldn't. I know she wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe I'll just delete this. I haven't felt okay in a few weeks. I think I'm going to go lie down. I I want to feel better. They feel like shit. Hello? 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 Want me to stop it? No, just let it play out. Hello? Just, I, don't, I don't know. What does it want to say this time? Hello? 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 Can you say anything else? I'm falling apart. I'm falling apart. Stop. Just please stop. Judith thinks that I'm lying. 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 Please. Please don't do this. I want to leave falling apart. I think I'm losing it. 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 I think it's taunting us. Jude, it's just trying to mess with your head. Is it? I don't know what to do. Don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I think I'm losing it. Judith thinks that I'm lying. Lying. Judith thinks I'm lying. Shut up. I'm going to turn this off. Stupid. 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 Enough. Stupid. 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 Do you have anything of use to say? Yes. Stupid child. Where is Claire? Stupid child. What did you do to Claire? Stupid child. Stop. Stop. Enough of this. Give up. It's messing with us, okay? The path is clear. I know what to do. I know what to do. My path is clear. I know now. Delete this. Jude, I don't think we can trust any of these recordings. Not anymore. Well, then what the hell can we believe then? What good is this? These files are a mess. Everything is constantly changing, and I don't know what this means, but I hate it. I know that. Look, all we can do for now is keep digging. This this is another one from her phone. This one's really recent. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a bunch of stuff that got automatically backed up to her cloud account. I I don't know what this one is. Okay, well, here it is. Okay, Claire, if you hear this, I'm recording this on your phone. Mine apparently wasn't plugged into the charger properly. I would like you to hear this uh, when you wake up. You walked out of your room at 2.59 a.m. tonight, and I... Did you go outside? Oh, shoot, Claire, uh, Claire, come back inside. Why are you out on the porch? It's freezing out. Look at this moonlight, Adam. It's very good. It's a very crisp kind of light. Now, can we please go back inside? I just really wanted to see it. Everyone's so excited to see the sunrise that no one wants to experience the dark. 
that's when people sleep. Do you love me, Adam? Yes. Yes, look. I, I know things have been rough lately, but... Do you trust me? What? Do you trust me? Yes? Why? I have a plan. I've been thinking and reading and talking to everyone at the lodge, and I think I know. I think I know what I need to do. I'm going to get things to be okay again. I can see the path. Even in the dark, I can see the path. Okay. What do you need me to do? I'll explain once I have it fully figured out. For now, I just, I need to know that you'll be by my side. Promise me, Adam. Uh, okay. I, I, I promise. Thank you. Have you uh, spoken to Judith at all? She knows what she needs to know. Yeah. Okay. Can we please go inside? That was really recent. Like, like last week. I'd assume Adam was somewhere further north with her, though. It was too quiet to be Toronto. She's alive, and she's around, and she's okay, but he sounds nervous, and Claire was acting not like Claire. Yeah, she sounds relaxed, but not like good relaxed. Like creepy relaxed. The kind of relaxed someone's like when they've finally decided to just peel your skin off. (laughs) Jesus, Owen. Sorry, she just sounds off. Can you play it again? Hi. Hi. Do you miss me? Oh, this again. You know what, spooky voice? You can just screw right off, okay? Hi, Judith. Do you miss me? Do you miss me? Do you miss me? Do you miss me? Just turn it off. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm getting really sick of this. And hey, demon thing, can you stop? I hate this. I hate it. I kind of think that's the point. I don't care. I know it's just trying to mess with my head, and I guess it's winning because it's working. I thought you turned it off. Fuck. I did. Okay, you know what? That's enough! Okay, let's try this again. I'm sorry. I lost my cool, and I may have pulled the plug for the entire board. That was stupid. Yeah, but hey, on the upside, it stopped. All right. Do you think we should show anyone else these files, like Claire's family or something? I've thought about it, but I don't know. What do we have to go on? Claire was stressed out. We also know that there's something very weird happening with them. So there's no guarantee that if we approach someone else with these, they'll even work. They'll probably just turn into elevator music or something. I don't know. I just I just tried calling Adam again, and it's still just going to voicemail. Uh, try texting him? See if he responds? Yeah, I don't know. Hasn't yet. All right. So, okay, let's just go to a different one. Um, looking back a bit... You know there was that woman who died in the house in the early 1900s, Alma? Yeah. There's this YouTuber who makes Toronto history videos, and I think I found one that gives more insight into the house and some of the other things around it. Uh, Here, let me play it. Toronto has a history of hauntings, possibly caused by murders and mischief. The drowning of Alonzo Perez at Grenadier Pond 
The Missing Children of Roncesvalles, The Death of Paul Bombardier on Dundas West, The Murders and Subsequent Death by Suicide of Alma Walthrop. These incidents have all resulted in possible hauntings in the West End. This is good, but it doesn't feel like just a haunting, though. Just, just hang on. The Family of Fire were a syncretic fringe group that could once be found in small pockets around the city. There were several areas known to be, if you pardon the pun, hotbeds of activity for them, in particular, the part of the city that is now the West End. Info on them is pretty scarce, but the group was known to engage in some really unsavory activities, with the darkest one being ritual sacrifice of believers and non-believers alike. Murders committed in the name of their god were rumored to happen around the city for years, although there was also the theory that members of either the police force or the political elite helped cover them up. Either way, wherever they were, death followed. The most lurid tale is that of the Roncesvalles Three, in which three teenagers went missing in 1912 near a home owned by one of the family's leaders, George Lavelle. They had previously been seen taunting George's son and daughter, saying that they were engaged in incest and other illicit activities. Whether or not they were has been lost to history, but the deaths of the three teens hasn't. Ruth Baker, her brother George Baker, and Walter Brown left home on August 12, 1912, and never came home. About a month later, a pile of burnt bones were found in what is now High Park. They were never fully identified since they were almost completely ash, but it was assumed they were likely those of the missing teens. Since then, it's been said that their spirits can be seen wandering around the neighborhood, or that suddenly, out of nowhere, the smell of burnt wood will fill the air. They weren't the only deaths rumored to be tied to the family of fire, but they were the most notable. The main other ones were the deaths of Edward Balmoral, who was found drained of his blood with his hands burned off in 1910, and Francis Quill, who died of smoke inhalation in her house in 1912, which was, according to police reports from the time, arson rather than an accident. In the East End... Well, um, I'm gonna be honest, I like none of that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I also found a few more details about the people in the area related to this. So, Edward Balmoral, right? He owned a butcher shop. Sounds ominous. Yeah, he seemed like a normal guy, but likely active with the family. And the reason I'm guessing that is because when digging through records and articles, I found one implicating him in a fire that killed a couple, Rene and Lucien Marchand. He wasn't charged, but animal bones were found around where they died, mostly pig and cow. Weird, right? Yeah, that's kind of a big yikes. Yeah, exactly. He had a popular butcher shop near Cool Mine and Dundas. They were known for their quality smoked meats. They had a big old smoker. And how big are we talking here? It could smoke an entire cow, if you had the time and desire to do so. Yeah, there is kind of no reason to build something that big, unless... Unless you want to put something really big in it that wouldn't fit in a normal-sized one. Okay, so they're obviously ready to just murder anyone who gets in their way. I looked a bit more at Alma's death, and I think the family was involved in the cult, and she might have been too. So was she killed for trying to leave or stop them, or were they just bored? Good question. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Um, wait, okay. Hang on. Um, 
it's just going back a bit, but I just kind of had like a little brain thing. Okay, so Adam, you know that the first phone called Adam. Yeah. He says that weird thing about ingredients, right? Uh-huh. I found a bunch of scans in Claire's files, and most of them look like diary pages, but there were ones that looked like, this is going to sound weird, but spells? Huh. Like list of ingredients, incantations, except more foreboding than they really should be. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, So there's one here for the creation of... This name isn't great. The creation of the door of fire. I don't like that. Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Um, Yeah. It says here, The child shall be the first to go, for only the blood of the truly innocent can create the gate from which the Lord shall enter. Unto the mother shall the blade be given, and unto her shall the death begin the world anew. Blood is the key. The blood of the devoted shall open the final door. Child sacrifice. I mean, I don't have... There's nothing in here that indicates that they did, but this is some pretty dark stuff. Maybe they just sacrificed each other. That's a little bit better. I guess. Um, can I ask you a small favor? Maybe. This pause is too long which means the favor is not a small one. What's up? Remember the recording of us in the basement? Yep. I need you to play it again. Uh, I guess. I just, I don't know what's going to happen. And it's not like we haven't had some issues with these before. I know. I just, I need to check something. I think we were so caught up in how freaky it was during the first listen through that I think we missed something. So I just want to play it back. Yeah. Okay. God, I was hoping never to hear that again. I like my technology to be predictable. I like absolutes. I don't need that stuff suddenly becoming unpredictable and terrifying. How am I supposed to edit that? Owen. It's inconsiderate. That's all I'm saying. I will bring it up with the spectral manager. (laughs) Great. And at least we know sort of what to expect this time. So I... Let's get the popcorn out and listen to some upsetting audio. Okay. Uh, I found it. Right. Huh. What? Something's weird, surprisingly. Hang on. Okay. That's weird. So, it's playing, but the audio's missing. Uh... Playback should be working, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Volume's up. Um, I don't know. Maybe Pro Tools is being a piece of shit. Oh my god, okay, what is this? I don't know, it's the same recording. I. Oh, Jesus. This world will be raised. Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, wait, just wait, just hang on. Just I just want to know what it's saying. Wait, no, we need this off. Wait! No, no waiting. Jeez, okay. Uh, one second. Oh my god. You are next. 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 Oh, and speaker, look out! Holy fuck!
Yeah. I'm fine. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, that was the that was the same voice. That was the one that was the one that was recording in the basement. Yes. And it's horrible. It's destroying the studio. It nearly bashed my head in with the goddamn speaker. And what was that? You know what? Fuck. That's it. We're done here. And I'm leaving. And if you know it's good for you, you will too. And don't turn it back on. I, Owen, I don't know what to do. Parkdale Haunt is an original podcast created and written by Alex Nursall and Emily Kellogg, directed and produced by Alex Nursall, engineering and sound design by Ian Bodie, theme music by Phil Wright, recorded at Pirate Sound. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Parkdale Haunt. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash parkdalehaunt. Get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash parkdale-haunt. Link, transcripts, and more are available at parkdalehaunt.com. Featuring the voices of Emily Kellogg, Alex Nursall, Ian Bodie, Carson Pinch, Taylor Davis, and Will Sloan. 